Welcome to The Actor and the Actuary, as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our lives, and completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. Jeff, good evening. Hey, what's happening? Ah, it's been a while since I've talked to you. It's good, good to hear your voice. Yeah, I'm actually almost a little offended that it's been so long. Well, you know what? Um, I think you will change your tune after today's episode, um, and maybe you won't be so offended. <laughs> okay. Well, how about this? Let's fix that by you telling me what you're sipping. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Well, I have got a uh, Pinot Noir over here, a oh. little uh, Castle Rock, um, which if anyone's wondering, it is... Maybe the cheapest Pinot Noir at Costco. Um, it's going to say Castle Rock's bottom shelf. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it is. I, I mean, I saw, you know, if, if you've ever been to a Costco, I don't know. They have those in the Bold North. Bold North. I don't know if they have them in the Wild West. We do. Um, you do. Okay. Well, like, you know, they have like the wood boxes with the wine and it's like, and eh, that's too expensive. You got to go to the edges of the aisle where it's just like the bulk bottles. And that's where this is from. Well, at least it's not, uh, what is it? Um, Kroger or what? No, what's the, what's the brand? What's uh Costco brand? Oh, Kirkland. Kirkland. Is that Kirkland wine? It's better than it's that. It's not Kirkland. You know, I passed up on some Kirkland wine, even though I've heard like it's actually usually good brands. They oh. just private label it. But yep. I yeah, I can't bring myself to buy Kirkland label. So on wine. Anyway, what are you what are you drinking over there? Hopefully something a little more top shelf. I think I probably had to reach high for this one, but I don't think it's because it was costly. I think <laughs> it's because it's not very normal. This is a oh. uh, ballast point fathom IPA. Ooh. Ballast point fathom IPA. That sounds delicious. Where is Ballast Point based out of? Ballast Point is uh, in San Diego here in the oh. Wild West. There you go. Not uh, just a stone's throw away from where you are. Um, Aaron, this evening, uh, yeah. I don't know really much about what we're talking about other than the title I can see here is uh, the title of this episode is Fence Offense. Yes. Please uh, elaborate. Well, it's, uh, it's some clever... Uh, rhyming um, that just happens to work out with this situation. So I want to tell you a little bit about a situation that happened um, here in the Bold North uh, with a um, neighbor of mine. This is not a good beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am a little offended of Ballast Point. Just wow. Really? It, what's wrong? What's wrong with it? It's a little. Uh, it's like a, it's got like a pungent finish. Hmm. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Let me it's try. not. It, it doesn't like, so when Jess drinks an IPA, she usually say, says it tastes like a pine tree. So does this one not taste like a pine tree? Well, that sip was a little bit better. I was going to say, it kind of seems like it, the pine tree has um, been detached from the trunk and has been laying still <laughs> in the ground for a winter. Gotcha. So it's it's more of the rotted pine tree variety. Cheers to you. <laughs> Continue. Cheers. My bottom shelf uh, wine is quite good, so. Uh, yeah. Anywho. Uh, so I just wanted to tell you a little bit about a situation with, uh, with a neighbor and how, uh, my response to it, uh, may not have, may not have been the best. And, uh, you know, I, 
I responded in a way that where I, you know, probably took some offense. And because of that, uh, I think really hindered a relationship. So, uh, so yeah, let, let me break, let me break this down for you here. Um, and, and let me just say my goal here. Yes. Sorry. What quick interjection like? here. Is your neighbor's name Wilson? Hmm. No. Um, no, but that would have been nice. Um, and then if I, especially if I had never seen their face, see, I know nineties television. I may not know movies, but I know nineties television. I figured that one would land pretty good. And, but just to correct, you would know the top 50% of Wilson's face. Oh, right. Good point. Hey, go on. Yeah. Just the, oh, yeah. Good point. Um, yeah. So, and, and I just want to say here, my point, is, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, try to tell you my side of the story. I just, you know, I don't want to focus on who's right with the whole uh, fence debacle. Uh, I just want to talk about the offense part of it. Okay. So um, with that, we'll say we share a fence with our neighbor. Um, it is on their property. Uh, and when we put up, uh, the, the rest of our yard didn't have a fence. And so we, you know, we built a fence around the rest of it when we moved in, uh, decided we would just share a fence with the neighbor. Um, and it was fine for a couple of years, but it's on then, the property line or it's on, cause you said it was on their property. Well, it's on the property line, but technically it's on their property, Thank you, you know, by a couple inches, you know? Um, so anywho, uh, everything was fine. We have a dog. Um, the fence is great. Cause we can just let our dog out the door. Um, and, uh, fine for a couple of years. Now they got a dog a, a little while ago and, um, you know, what happened was we were out playing in the backyard. We were actually sledding and, uh, our dog Harper was outside and they had put, they had let their dog outside too. Uh, their dog's a little more rambunctious, uh, a little bit bigger than ours too. And, you know, you know how dogs that share a fence are, they kind of, you know, chase each other along the fence line. Mm -hmm. Well, this dog was, you know, a little aggressive and it broke through the fence. no. Yeah, into our yard. And, you know, it's a very friendly dog, uh, but came in and uh, ended up tackling Henry no. uh, just because, you know, the dog thought like that was another dog to play with or something, which was fine. Henry was just fine. Like there was no tears. Everything was fine. But, uh, you know, they, they brought their dog back and, and all was good. Um, I didn't think I didn't think about it after that. But then later on, about a week later, um, you know, they were obviously very concerned about it, which I appreciate that they were, you know, concerned for the safety of Henry, although I guess we were not, but, um, <laughs> uh, but basically they said like, yeah, you need to build a, uh, a fence on your side because we don't want this to happen again. Um, and you know, the, the fence that we, that you have to build in this neighborhood, it's kind of an expensive fence. And, um, we, we're not thinking we're going to be at this, this, uh, house long-term. And so basically, um, well, we had let Harper out again, another time. And, you know, they were, they sent us a text and said, you know, you, you got to put your dog on a line. If you're going to, if your dog's going to be outside and you don't have a fence. And I was very frustrated about that. And so I, uh, they, they were, they texted this by the way. And so mm -hmm. I responded with some texts that were not mean, but were you know, very blunt, like, you know, like I, because I was offended by that. Right. Like, like who, 
basically the thought going through my head was, you know, who are you to tell me that I need to go and build a fence on my property because your dog busted through, through your own fence. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And, uh, and because of that, I just, you know, was maybe I was not kind and I was very blunt in some of these text messages that I, I sent to this other family. Um, and we did eventually, um, have a phone call, uh, and it was, you know, it was just the husband on the call, not the wife. Um, and everything seemed fine with him, but clearly things were still not fine with the wife. And in fact, we still have not talked. Uh, you know, we used to see him outside all the time. Now they are very clearly avoiding us. And, you know, I, I sent a text of apology, um, you know, just for the way that I reacted. Um, but, you know, at this point now it's like, we, we used to have very frequent communication with this family since like ever since we moved in and now we have not seen them for two months. And it's really just because of the way that I would say that I reacted to this. And it was just that feeling inside of I'm right. I'm right. How could you possibly even think that way? Um, that I think brought that on. Yeah. That's, uh, I know what that feeling is like that, that almost like blood boil, Oh, that's exactly it. How are you? I have something to tell you. Bam. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can feel you get like tingly. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can't believe you're asking me to do something this irrational. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And Jess is like, no, don't, don't, don't send them anything. And I'm like, no, this is ridiculous. I, there's no way I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like that, that offense of like when, okay, take a step back, you know, they're concerned about, they're concerned about Henry's safety. You know, they want to make sure that uh, the, you know, the dogs are safe. Um, had they fixed their hole in their fence at this point? Yes. Yes. Um, So the part, the, the, the broken fence was not no longer an issue. Correct. It was past. They just don't want it to happen again. Yeah. Right. They didn't want their dog to dig through their fence again and therefore wanted you to make their fence more sturdy by building more fence. Yeah, I I think, you know, I think where they were coming from and like, I definitely could have taken more time to think about where they were coming from, but where they're coming from is on their other side, on the other side of their yard, their neighbor does have a double fence or their neighbor also has a fence. Yeah. So they have a double fence. Um, when I, when we moved in here, I asked them, Hey, can we share your fence? And they said, Oh yeah, sure. And so maybe they're thinking like, well, we shouldn't have said yes. Like we should have told you no. And so kind of want to change my answer on that one. Uh Um, And then also like, well, it wasn't really just our dog. Like it was because you also have a dog and the dogs were playing. So probably all three of those things played into it. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of offense on that. Um, that's interesting. It's a, it's like, it's super weird when you get into these kinds of neighborhood boundary conversations or conflicts, um, because you don't feel like it's gotta be that big of a deal, but at the same time, it's, this is my space. You know, I have a boundary that I've created. I have rules. Also I have finances that I am allocating and I have plans, whether I'm staying here or not staying here for so long. And I don't see property value into a good decision of buying more fence when it doesn't seem to be a major issue for one. And the other side, of course, making a lot of sense. We don't want your kid to be injured in our 
ourselves liable and your dog and my dog are egging each other on and my dog's a little larger and has barreled through. So put up a fence because you have your dog out there. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And, um, I think that there are way there, I, you know, I'm definitely not saying that anyone in a similar situation should just like automatically build a fence. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is like, there was a way better way to respond, <laughs> you know, like, uh, to just explain, well, first of all, texting is just dumb. Mm -hmm. If you ever have an argument with someone, don't ever text. That's the stupidest thing ever. That's, that's my first learning. Um, you probably already knew that. Um, <laughs> but then the second one is just like, yeah, we could have gotten to this exact same outcome. Like we could have conveyed how we were feeling about it in such a better way. You know? I, uh, I cover the tenant relations portal of my company at work. And so I uh, constantly am dealing with a tenant who has a feud with the landlord and on, I can't resolve it with the manager. I need somebody. So let me speak to the supervisor and then we'll go to the supervisor and the regional will talk to them and be like, yep, like, let's try and solve this. And a lot of times that goes away. But if they're ever like, I need to speak to somebody above you, I want to speak to somebody to resolve this. Then they'll shoot it over to our tenant relations portal, which is simply just an email manned by me that I have after 10 years of doing property management and knowing how tenants react and all this kind of blood boiling feeling and have many a times in my past done those immediate text backs to tenants or mm -hmm. emails to whoever know now like, oh, that's you're angry. And if I am feeling that I'm going to put my phone down or whatever, and walk away for a little while until I can simmer and think rationally, mm -hmm. um, kind of like this fight or flight thing that, ha that tricks your mind. And then you start reacting, um, you know, when your amygdala is open, all, all these things that Jack stopped me, but, um, but then knowing that in the best way to solve these issues within the company is to reply and say, Hey, sorry, you're feeling this way. Would love to jump on a call and, and talk this one out because on the phone, if not in person, but on the phone, it's so much better because you hear inflection and you can just like, let them slam you for 10 to 15 minutes. And you just, <laughs> so many times I'm like, I call them, Hey, I, I'm blah, blah, blah. Tell me what's going on mute. And then I just start doing emails and they just scream for 10 to 15 minutes. And every now wow. and then I just unmute and say, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry to hear that back to it. Type, 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 type. Um, and at the end they feel heard and listened to that. Somebody would al allow them to yell at them for 15 minutes. And then you kind of work in like, well, here's what's going on and all that stuff. And then working more apologies and more time because time buys things and then offer like a small credit and then say, you know, we'll work on that issue and go on your way. And that tends to solve problems simply because they, mm -hmm. people just want to be heard and they don't want to be like yelled back at in that moment, they're feeling something. And in order for someone to have validated feelings, they need to be listened to. Yeah. I think, yeah, that makes sense. I think the being heard is a really important part of that. And if you, if you feel offense, like if, if somebody's telling something and you feel offended by whatever they're saying, whether it is a personal argument or, you know, maybe it's a political thing or maybe it's a social thing or, you know, you, you have a different viewpoint. Um, 
if you just feel offended and respond in that way, that person's definitely not going to feel heard. <laughs> They're going to feel like, oh, well, here's someone who's not taking the time to listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think all the time when I'm like reading the Bible and how like the Lord like responds when there's so much offense against like what he's preaching and what he's doing. And like, I can't believe it. Who is this guy who forgives sins, et cetera, et cetera. And all that, like all these stories is Jesus just turning around and asking questions, you know, he's like, Oh, who's on the coin or whatever it is that, you know, like it's, he takes this like spirit of offense and he turns it into like, Oh, like, tell me, let me ask you a question. And these are like really wise questions. And like, I think we can be wise. Like, it doesn't mean we need to kind of just turn over and say, Oh yeah, my bad. Let me just spend thousands of dollars on this fence. But I could drop that offense and I could say, Oh, like, am I missing something? Like here, let me ask a question. Like, Oh, let's get together and let's talk about that. I'm sorry that this is how, you know, like there's some kind of wise thing we can do in terms of how we react instead of just snapping back with sarcasm or whatever it is. Yeah. Asking questions is, is really important. I mean, I think if you're offended, you're probably not understanding where they're coming from. Like you, you really haven't heard them. Like you've heard something that is, you know, goes against whatever you believe or you think for some reason. But uh, I don't know. I, I personally believe that like all people are, um, I like I think all people are are <laughs> maybe not all people. Most people are rational or good, you know, and like they have a similar thought process and they have a reason that they, they got to a different conclusion than you mm-hmm. might get to. And you just have to hear them out for why, uh, why they might get there. Um, you know, instead of just Assuming. immediately saying like, Oh, you must be a Nazi or something, you know? <laughs> right. right. It's a terrible, uh, illustration. Um, well, I've just heard that in relation to, you know, other, yeah. Event topics. yeah. I, I hear you. Well, and also too, like you're assuming <laughs> that your neighbor understands that you may not be living there for a long time. So you've like rationalized this idea of like, I can't, I'm not going to spend money on this fence because this isn't my long-term home kind of thing. But mm-hmm. has that been reiterated to them? And, oh, that makes sense. Like there's things that they could probably learn too from your rationalization. Um, and also name this movie, but it would be a lot easier if there was a jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, you're right in my wheelhouse again tonight. Um, office space. I think you know my wheelhouse now. I do. Ding ding ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I got that one. All right. Actor's name who says actor's <laughs> name. There's no way. Can <laughs> you give me those TPS reports? <laughs> Well, it's the guy with the glasses, the boss guy. I, I have no idea who that guy is, though. Come on. I even did a commercial with him based on this movie. You don't remember. Uh, okay. 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 That helps. Yep. Now I can picture him in the commercial with you, too. Uh, hmm. Gary if Cole. If it was multiple. Gary Cole. Gary Cole. No, I would never have pulled that one. All yeah. right. Well, in <laughs> case you haven't watched it, State Farm. Uh, casual Wednesdays is the name of the commercial back with Gary Cole in 2011. Is that long ago, huh? Oh, gosh, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, that was a good one. March Madness, I think I remember seeing it during. Is that yeah. about right? Yeah, it, it did. It did a lot that year. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, where do you land now on uh, fence offense? I know you said you haven't really spoken to them, but did you put up a fence? Did you keep your offense? What's going on? Yeah. Well, I think the, the way that you said blood boiling is really right because they, they sent us this text with this request. Um, and our response was, Hey, let's have a conversation about it, which they were open to. And like that, that was, I think a very good response at that point. Um, it was later when we let our dog outside, like we have always done (laughs) that, uh, and you know, and they texted, like, you know, I guess I felt like they were now watching out their windows for when we let the dog out. And said, hey, you got to put your dog on a line, even though their dog wasn't outside. It's like, you know, there's nothing happening out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, and so we got that text. And then at that point, that was like the blood boiling. And that's when I like started texting, like, you know, Harper's never done anything to your fence. Like, what, what is your, like, I don't understand why you're doing this. And that was the problem. Um, And so anyway, all that to say, we did end up talking after that. Um, at least with the husband, not with the wife. Yeah. Um, and talked it out and that conversation went fine. Like I, he, we told him that we weren't going to be here long-term and, uh, you know, I even told him, <laughs> I basically like basically got into like, well, why, even if we were staying, like why, like, I, I think that it would make sense for us to go to like pay for it together if we were going to, you know, get a stronger fence. Yeah. Um, and he seemed perfectly fine with all that. Um, but you know, then obviously things were not fine because mm-hmm. we stopped seeing them. And, you know, it was probably a month and a half later when <laughs> Jess, uh, you know, brought up like, Hey, you know, you should probably ap- apologize for the way that you, you had, you responded. And I think I like sort of, uh, deny like in my head, I kind of denied that I was not being kind or, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I denied convinced that there was, yeah, yeah. I convinced myself that there was, that there was no wrongdoing on my part. Cause it's not like I was mean, but I was blunt and I did not, you know, I was just very short in my responses and would, clearly was not loving that my neighbor yeah. <laughs> in, in the responses. Yeah. And so anyway, I, I did send a text of apology never, never heard back from the text. Um, and haven't really seen them since. I mean, I've seen them a couple times and they like, won't look at us when we, Mm. when we're outside. So that's where it's at. Um, and like, yeah, we like kind of, we're not, we're not going to put up a fence. We are planning on moving soon. Tell Um, me, yeah. Tell me why, or what's you're not, you're not happy in this new home. You haven't been here that long or is it? Yeah. Um, what is it? Um, I would say a couple things we, it it is, um, it is starting to feel maybe a little small, both with second kid and with needing an office space sometimes. Um, and we could finish the basement. I think if we finish the basement, it might be okay. So, you know, we could put a hundred G's into finishing the basement, I'm sure. Um, but we also don't love the area. Uh, there, we, we're kind of like living in a farm field and we, we liked the feel of like our old neighborhood, which is by a lake and lots of mature trees. And so it's like, well, you know, if we'd have to put a bunch of money into the house anyway, why don't we just move back to an area that we actually like better? Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that's kind of a thought there. So are you moving north in the bold north? Um, well, TBD, but actually it might be like, currently we're thinking about moving back to uh, where my, uh, our old house was. Like Plymouth? Yeah. Am I allowed to say where you live? <laughs> sure. I think that we have everyone millions, listening to mil- the show have, knows where I live. We have millions so. of listeners now. So. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, uh, good. That helps me know uh, where to go because we've been looking at houses in near you. Um, so I guess now we're going to be looking in Plymouth. Have you actually? No, you have not. No. You just built a pool and you're like doing lots of other upgrades. <laughs> oh, here, let me send you this picture. But hey, I can hold out hope. Um, the, the Saiyans are really, uh, trying to get us to, to buy some, some land with them. Uh, so, you know, we can be neighbors and have oh, some fun. good acreage. So if you want to get in on that, you know, just like buy land with know. houses or you're just buying land and building. What do you, what do you mean? I, I think the latter. Yeah. You're going to build on land. Yeah. I think like, I, I think, well, this is, you know, I'm not saying we're doing this, but I think they're thinking like, Hey, let's buy 20 acres and then, uh, you know, I, I want to do build this. A house. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm going to talk to my wife tonight. We want to get in on this. Let me know. Right. Let me know um, where to buy acres. I want to buy. Well, no, co- we're going to buy one property and then we'll subdivide it. I get it. I want some of the acres. All right. I have an idea. Uh, why don't you save the money for the fence and let's buy fences that subdivide our acres, but with I lots mean, of doors and horses. <laughs> yeah. Lots of gates. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in for that. I'm in for that. I, well, I see, I don't know how far out we'd have to go though. We'd have to go kind of far out, I think, to get, you know, a good chunk of land. Who cares? You go far out, but you build community. Well, that's true. I mean, that is the thing. Like if you lived with, you know, like three or four couples that you were close with, like, well, what else know, you need? Yeah. Why do you need to be close to anything else? Let's just put a wall around the property and never let anybody in. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of, uh, Son of Man, is that right? Son of Man, is that not a movie? What is it about? It's about nope. That's I don't think that's what it's called. It's Son of Man is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what the movie title actually is here. Um, it's uh, oh, I think it's I think I actually know the actor in this one. I think it's Will Smith. It's the one where there's like zombies and they take over Le- the city. Oh, legend. Uh I am legend. I am legend. Yeah, that's it. That's a great movie. Yeah, they all they all live in like at the end they're in this village with walls around it. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, except for Will Smith who grenades himself. Um right, does he? He dies in that movie? Uh, yeah, he sacrifices himself for the greater good. That's a nice he, one. Yeah. But he's like still alive making movies. I don't get it. To sum up uh don't have a fence and don't let your blood boil and react i think it's a great summation yep and uh yeah this can help you remember it you know my fence offense can help you remember not to have a fence it'll certainly help me remember i thought it was gonna be more profound than that no it's not it's just it rhymes it's perfect (laughs) he who takes offense when no offense is intended is a fool and he who takes offense when offense is intended is a greater fool what is that a quote from brigham young (laughs) excellent uh well always good to hear from you and uh thanks for letting us in on your 
backyard feud. Now, you know, when we are neighbors eventually in the future, um, you know, what makes my blood boil. I'm going to make you put up a double fence. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. I am uh, Jeffrey Larson, the actor. And this has been Aaron Sorbel, the actuary. Just remember, offense is a bad defense. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Also, I'm offended.